Together, growing in faith, changing communities. My dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to reflect on the book of Deuteronomy chapter 10 from verse 12 to verse 22. Moses spoke to the people saying, And now Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you? But to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and to keep the commandments and statutes of the Lord, which I command you this day for your good. Behold, to the Lord your God belong heaven and earth and heaven of heavens, the earth with all that is in it. Yet the Lord set his heart in love upon your fathers and chose their descendants after them, you above all peoples, as this day, circumcise therefore the foreskin of your hearts, and be no longer stubborn, for the Lord your God is God of gods, the Lord of lords, the great, the mighty, the terrible God, who is not partial and takes no bribe. He excuse, he executes justice for the fatherless and the widow and loves the sojourner giving him food and clothing love the sojourner therefore for you were sojourners in the land of Egypt you shall fear the Lord your God you shall serve him and cling to him and by his name you shall swear he is your praise he is your your God who has done for you these great and terrible things which your eyes have seen. Your fathers went down to Egypt, 70 persons, and now the Lord your God has made you as the stars of heaven for multitude. It's an interesting reading when one listens and analyzes it. Moses speaking to the people, he says, and now what does the Lord your God require of you with everything that has been done and said what is it that the lord demands of me what is it that the lord expects of me like any other healthy relationships there has to be some expectations what are the things that the lord expects of us what are the things that the lord demands from us because my dear brothers and sisters Unless the expectations are made clear, I may fall short of such expectations and I will not even be aware that you were expecting this from me. Now, this relationship that exists between God and ourselves, it is God who has initiated this relationship. It is God who is the master of this relationship. This is a covenant of love. This is a relationship of love. It is a relationship which is sustained by the love that God has for us. And so in all our lives, in our different situations, the question remains truthful. What does the Lord expect of me as a priest? What does the Lord expect of you as a father? 
What does the Lord expect of you as a wife? What does the Lord expect of you as a husband? What does the Lord expect of me as a sibling? What does the Lord expect of me as a son, as a daughter, as a mother? With every relationship that I have, there are expectations. There are things I need to live by. And so when I don't do those things, I have failed myself and somehow I have failed the expectation. And as Christians, what does the Lord expect of us? Am I to behave like any other person? Am I to do things just because it seems and looks like the easy thing to do? Am I to behave in a manner that everybody behaves in? Or am I the representative of Christ? St. Paul argues beautifully. We are the ambassadors of Christ. It is as if though God was pleading through us. We become the representation of God in the world. We become the representation of God in our workplace. We become the representation of God in society, in our community, even a church. That is what the Lord demands and expect of us. But absolutely interestingly, the Lord explains it and Moses makes it explicit. You are to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, to love him, to serve him, your Lord your God, with all your heart, with all your soul, and to keep the commandments and statutes of the Lord. That is mouthful. The first thing I ought to do is to fear the Lord. And fear of the Lord is a prophetic, biblical expectation. To fear the Lord. The beginning of all wisdom is the fear of the Lord. This fear that the author or the prophets talk about, it is not the petrifying fear, but it is the fear that allows me to know who I am, my place in the presence of God, but to know him as my Lord and my God. That I have a relationship with God that I respect him. I know him. I value him. And in everything that I do, I live by his rules. What does the Lord ask of you? To know him, to love him, to serve him, and to live with him forever. The fear that the Lord talks about is the acknowledgement of the awesomeness of God. The realization that God is so mighty, he's so powerful, he's so great, that there are things that I choose. I cannot do this because I know God. St. Paul argues beautifully. Having known him, I regard all other things as utterly 
rubbish. Because I now know God. Because I now have a relationship with God. I now belong to God. I regard all other things as unimportant. My relationship with God is important. Coming to Mass is important. Going to prayer is important. Sitting down, reading the scriptures is important. Often at times, this is how you value people you love. By spending time with them. By wanting to be with them. You show them that you love them by the manner you speak to them. By the respect you show them. By the love you give them. There you show how much you love them. And so too with God. If I love God, I'm going to do the things that God expects of me. I'm going to live a life that is worthy of my vocation. I'm going to spend time with God in prayer. I'm going to nourish my relationship with God. I'm going to make an effort to be at mass. I'm going to make an effort to read the word of God, to be directed by God. I'm going to make an effort to hear and to ask, what does the Lord ask of me? That is me loving God. To fear the Lord. But the other one, to walk in his ways. To walk in his statutes. To do that which is honorable. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us. To protect us, to bless us, to guide us. But above all, to lead us to the truth. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy. Hail our life, our sweetness, and our hope. Today do we cry, poor banished children of Eve. Today do we set up our signs, mourning and weeping in this valley of tears. Turn then, O most gracious Advocate, thine eyes of mercy towards us. And after this, our exile, show unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus. O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary. May Almighty God bless and protect us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.